Hello everyone and welcome to this podcast. If you have been learning a few things from this podcast, make sure you hit the like button as well as follow which keeps us motivated to bring to you the latest from the Indian stock markets, from the cryptocurrency world as well as international business. Well, in today's episode, we'll be talking about the tax benefits of investing in real estate. If you feel equity is overvalued currently, real estate can be a better option. Real estate and gold are the favorite asset classes of Indians for investments. Equity comes last on the list. Investing in real estate comes with a few tax benefits. But the benefits have got so many ifs and buts that that it is really confusing for a regular taxpayer to comprehend for his personal use case. Do you know that selling a house before and after 24 months of purchase attracts a different tax rate? Do you know that a house constructed and a house purchased both come under different purviews of income tax? Or does it not come under income tax at all? Then where does it find its place in the Indian tax regime? Well, like all the topics that we have discussed here on this podcast, let's disintegrate this topic as well for better and easy understanding. And let's take it one by one. So here we go. Real estate, a capital asset. Real estate is a capital asset, but not all real estate is a capital asset. Regular agricultural land is not considered a capital asset. This is because the income generated from the sale of rural agricultural land is exempt from taxation. Section 10.1 of the income tax rule says that Any income which is earned by agricultural sources is exempt from income tax. But all forms, all other forms of real estate like the residential property, commercial property plots come under the taxation regime. In fact, urban agricultural land also comes under the purview of taxation. Now, what is a capital gain or a gains? The gain on every asset considered as a capital asset is called capital gain. So if you buy a house for let's say rupees 25 lakhs and sell it for 50 lakhs, your capital gain is 50 minus 25 that is 25 lakhs. So the capital gain is nothing but it, it can be termed as the apna fayda factor in any transaction of buy and sale. So that is the simplest way that you can understand it is Whatever you are getting, whatever profit you are getting, whatever whatever is your fayda, right? Apna fayda jo hum bolte hain. It is just that these terms are packaged heavily, which make it really difficult to understand. Now, capital gains are classified into two categories. Short-term capital gain and the long-term capital gain. The difference between the two can be gauged by their literal meaning and the literal understanding itself. Here is a detailed difference between the two. First factor is time. Short-term capital gain is applicable when the difference between buying and selling of a residential property is less than 24 months. Long-term capital gain, on the other hand, is applicable when the same is more than 24 months. The second point, tax rate. Short-term capital gain is taxed as per the income slab of the individual. The income slabs 
the income tax slabs are different for different income groups currently about uh, any income about 10 lakh rupees attracts a tax rate of 30 percent long-term capital gain is taxed at a flat rate of 20 percent irrespective of the income slabs there are many exemptions in the long-term capital gain taxation and are discussed as follows the first one is indexation benefit indexation benefit takes into account inflation so it's like why should you pay more tax if you sold your house at a higher selling price just because there was a boom in the real estate prices due to heavy inflation is it your fault that you have to sell it at a higher cost and uh, why should you be liable to pay uh, a hefty uh, tax on that particular sell right so hence the indexation benefit has been introduced to remove this particular drawback indexation is considered in long-term capital gain but it is not considered while processing the taxes for short-term capital gain right so uh, this is a fair in this is a fair enough differentiation as inflation has a minimum effect in 24 months so inflation can't do much uh, within a year or, or a couple of years right so this is a fair distinguish uh, distinguishing factor between short-term capital gain and long-term capital gain the next point is exemptions there are no exemptions in short-term capital gain a few exemptions can be availed in long-term capital gain though let us talk about these ex uh, these uh, exceptions which are there in the long-term capital gain regime which make real estate investments beneficial the first one benefits under section 54 eligible assets the first point that we we're discussing that we are discussing here is eligible assets this this section has provisions for reducing your long-term capital gain tax on the sale of residential house property only the residential house can be purchased uh, it can be purchased one or it can also be a self-constructed one but plots and commercial properties don't come under the purview of section 54 who can claim this benefit who can be the beneficiary only and only individuals and huf that is hindu undivided family can take the benefit of this section of section 54 time limit now what is the time limit to claim the benefits under this section the residential property should be held for a minimum of 24 months so you cannot buy a house every month and keep on claiming benefits by selling them every single month right because if you do that, you will come under the purview of short-term capital gain, which anyhow has got no exemption benefit. Now, what is this benefit actually that we're talking about? The benefit is that you don't have to pay long-term capital gain tax at a flat rate of 20%. As we discussed earlier, on the profits which, which you have earned by selling your house, right? Now, how is this possible? You have to buy another house with the amount you earn from the earlier property sale. You can also construct a new house, if not buy an already constructed one. But you cannot buy a plot to claim this benefit. It is important to note these facts over here. 
please I, I am repeating it once again you have to buy another house with the amount you earn from the earlier property sale you can also construct a new house if not buy an already constructed one but you cannot buy a plot to claim this benefit also it is mandatory to buy a new property within two years of the sale of the original property property bought one year before the sale of the original property will also serve the purpose so you need not buy it again if the taxpayer prefers constructing a house over buying one the time limit is extended to three years let's take an example and make it really simple if you sell a house for rupees 50 lakhs which you had bought earlier at rupees 25 lakhs then your capital gain is rupees 25 lakhs you will have to buy another property or a maximum of two properties worth rupees 25 lakhs so that you don't pay the long-term capital gain tax of 20% on this rupees 25 lakhs which, which, which is actually your profit or your capital gain. This is a saving of rupees 5 lakhs. Now it is not necessary to buy another property worth rupees 25 lakhs only. You can buy another property worth rupees 50 lakhs or a crore or whatever figure you want but only and only 25 lakhs can be claimed for the tax exemption maximum long-term capital gain capping now what is this there has to be a capping on this right or else people can misuse the benefit is for the real estate tycoons as it should be all right because uh, there has to be a capping as i said the maximum long-term capital gain which can be exempted using section 54 is rupees 2 crores also it is not for real estate brokers and traders this is because you can avail this benefit just once in your lifetime why not buy a new house and enjoy this taxation benefit and then then sell the new house immediately after and relax with cash in hand a naive taxpayer can question their chartered accountant this too is not possible as if the new property used for claiming the benefit is sold within three years of purchase, the exemption will be reversed. The individual then will then be liable to pay the long-term capital gain tax in the next assessment year. The taxation guys are smart, it seems, right? So no room for any kind of a mischief. To add to the strict norms, it is mandatory, mandatory to park the long-term capital gain in dedicated capital gain account schemes of banks. It cannot be kept in the normal savings accounts of the banks. Right? Now, what are the other sections apart from this section 54? After discussing section 54 in a very elaborative manner, which provides tax benefits to real estate investors, but there are also other sections that are targeted towards the taxation benefits of the real estate investors. Here follows a brief explanation of the other sections as the nature of the benefits more or less remain the same as it was in the earlier section that is in, in section 54 which we just discussed. We will just highlight a few points uh, which differentiate these sections with section 54. The first one is section 54 ec now what are the eligible assets for this section all capital assets including house property plots and commercial property come under the purview of section 54 ec who can be the beneficiary all taxpayers can take the benefit under this section 
unlike section 54 where only a few taxpayers could take benefit right now what is the benefit to claim a long term capital gain benefit under section 54 ec the real estate property should be held for a minimum of 3 years after the sale of this property the long term capital gain should be invested in specific bonds with a lock in period of 5 years this investment should be done within 6 months of the sale of the property the investment can be done in the uh, national highways authority of india that is nhai bonds or rural electrification corporation that is rec bonds so as per the example that we uh, just took in the case of section 54 the rupees 25 lakhs need to be invested in these bonds to exempt them from long term capital gain taxation a maximum of rupees 50 lakhs of long term capital gain can be claimed under this section so unlike uh, section 54 there is a different limit and unlike section 54 no dedicated bank account is needed here the returns on these bonds are really low which is around 5 to 6% these returns are taxable as per the income tax slabs hence section 54 stands out in front of the section 54 ec the next section that is section 54 f what are the eligible assets commercial properties plots and all other capital assets except house property come under the purview of section 54f what is the benefit the major difference between section 54f and section 54 is that the the entire sale value of the original real estate property should be invested for the purchase of a new residential property only let me repeat this part again the entire sale value of the original real estate property should be invested for the purchase of a new residential property only hence as per our example the entire 50 lakhs has to be invested to buy a new property if only rupees 25 lakhs is invested you just get 50% of the benefit that is a uh, benefit on 50% of the long term capital gain that is rupees 12.5 lakhs earlier it was 25 lakhs right uh, the for section 54 ec and section section 54 the the claim and the benefit was entirely on uh, 25 lakhs but here if you just do it 50% you get a benefit of 50% that is 12.5 lakhs only real estate and the unrealistic expectations investments in real estate are not always fruitful it depends on the bull and bear cycles of the real estate each of which lasts for 10 years historically grabbing all the available loans to buy real estate disturbs the equations even further real estate investors need to make informed decisions which is rarely seen amongst a generalized pool of investors not many know the exact tax benefits as well for their own personal use cases tax benefit is not a discount a tax benefit is some, sometimes seen as a discount a tax benefit is not a discount number on the price tag 
of a piece of land or a flat right you can you can see it as a cashback offer you can see it as a cashback offer but not as a discount so that is the closest you can relate it uh, in this domain of discounts and cashbacks right a middle class person has to spend the savings of his lifetime along with additional loans to buy real estate the tax benefit shouldn't be the only decisive factor behind buying it you shouldn't forget to claim your tax benefits too there is much more you can do to save tax on real estate apart from what we have discussed in the in this episode there's a there's there's a lot more to it keep following this podcast for more on this in the future you can always reach out to your chartered accountants if you are in a real hurry and that is the best way as you don't have to tax your mind so this is the beginning of a new financial year if you have paid your tax just relax so that's it in today's episode friends i hope you like and found value out of this episode where we discuss various factors about get, uh, getting benefits from real estate taxation which is a very very important thing in india and there and there are there are so many income tax regimes which uh, give different benefits and three of which we have discussed in this episode so uh, if you liked it and found value make sure that you like share subscribe comment and uh, and show your love in whichever way you feel comfortable with and be a part of of this family and support this show thank you and i'll be seeing you again thank you for giving your valuable time and listening till the very end thank you